Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Jen. Hey, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, our very first major throwback, I would say, (laughs) Heather's. Um, But first, Jane, you had something really quick to say about Mary-Kate and Ashley that you wanted to just Before I say what I'm going to say, I need to reiterate that Mary-Kate and Ashley is hugely important in my life. I've been watching it since I watched TV up until adulthood. I've seen all of their movies multiple times, and yet it was only until our last episode that I realized that their production company, Dual Star, is named Dual Star because there are two stars. They're the... like they, Is that it? <laughs> right? I mean, it's their families. I don't think them as children, like, they came up with this name, but no, they are not. the stars. Yes, they're twins. They're the stars. They made most of their money as twins. Yeah, but this is twenty years of of me watching this content, and I was like, "Dual Star." That's just like a boring name. And then <laughs> there are two of them. Famously, okay. they are twins. Okay, that was it. I. Um, that was you a big also deal to got me. you also a teen said something about your dog again this week. You want me to repeat this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. First of all, we talk about my dog a lot. We but had again, some teen encounters this week. I feel it was. I'm like not a doing a lot besides walking my dog. I was walking my dog past the basketball court. I've discussed this basketball court before. And I hear little kids immediately, maybe teens, maybe kids, start talking about my dog. And one of them says, look at his balls. Now, important, (laughs) wow, guest chiming in, guest chiming in. Um, My dog is neutered. (laughs) So feel free to just, I don't know, take take of that, whatever, however you want to. Um, Yeah. Um, my my teen encounter this week. First of all, I would have yelled at that kid. I wouldn't have let that stand, and I would have educated them <laughs> about like what it means to be neutered. <laughs> but um, my teen encounter this week was that I was on my way to work, and I rounded the corner. I work on the Upper East Side, and I rounded the corner, and there was a line of young teen boys, like just like lined up on either side of the the sidewalk like outside their school in like private school uniforms and I couldn't figure out why and I had to like walk me a lone girl (laughs) past this like line of teen boys like completely silent I don't know what the fuck was going on Jane has said maybe field trip but I just I just want you to like put yourself in my shoes I was just like do I look okay like (laughs) (laughs) you wanted the teens to like you are they looking at my butt (laughs) I'm they were. 28 they years were. old. I'm turning 29 in a week. <laughs> like, anyway, um, the balls. other, the other really, <laughs> <laughs> um, the other, the only other teen news that happened this week that I felt I needed to discuss with you, Jane, was that the West Side Story trailer came out, and your analysis was that it's bad. Okay, that's a little <laughs> harsh. Here's my thing. I want to hear Maria, and we didn't get to hear Rachel Maria singing. Zegler. So Zegner that that was why I was a little disappointed. It sort of felt like they were in the background, but what well, did you and think? I was disappointed because Ansel Elgort just turns and looks right down the barrel of the camera with his like pasty face in like the yeah. middle of the trailer, and it just ruins the effect of like the nostalgic music. Yeah, he sucks. 
I'm still going to see it like in theaters. Absolutely. It's a classic. I mean, it's, it's a my, remake it's of one a classic. Of my all-time, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. That's actually good, I will say. Ooh. Okay, good. speaking of and I like movies it. that will probably get, that are getting remade, this movie actually did get remade. Um, Jane, do you want to introduce our guest? I'm nervous. <laughs> Kevin Bartelt is a comedy podcast producer that you might know from shows like Hollywood Handbook, Comedy Bang Bang, Big Grande, and Yo, Is This Racist? Hey, Kevin. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for having me. I was <laughs> Hi, trying Kevin. to look up a, um, a Mary-Kate Nashley movie. I don't think it was It Takes Two, but there's a scene that sticks with me because my sisters and I used to watch all these two where I think... Now, I th- I'm assuming Bob Saget was the dad, but that's probably just Full House. But the scene is Mary-Kate and Ashley go up to, I think they're like father character and say like, dad, you're a mess. And he's <laughs> like, no, I'm totally fine. And he's making cereal. He's pouring cereal in a bowl. And she- and they go, you just put orange juice in your cereal bowl. And he looks down and there is orange <laughs> juice in his cereal. I don't think it was It Takes Two, but maybe uh, okay, it takes the, bleacher, two, the Bleachers Army can tell us. Six years old. <laughs> I'm Okay, I'm geared. So it's either Billboard Dad, which is where they try and like fix their dad up with someone, or it's, a, right. it's their Sorry, TV billboard show. Sorry, Billboard Dad? Yes. They okay. put their dad on a billboard to get him a date. No or comment. it's their TV show, which um, I think is called So Little Time. And that one I didn't watch, but they're just kind of like, rats and they do stuff um yeah they're uh pretty iconic yes. kevin <laughs> no no i was gonna say kevin what <laughs> speaking of brats no i'm just kidding um what type <laughs> what type of teen were you i was like kind of sporty because my family's rule was we needed to be in an activity every season, (laughs) which was, I guess like growing up in the Midwest that made, was a little more obvious of a change of like, okay, uh, spring is over. Now you have to be doing a summer thing. So then it was like, (laughs) I guess I'm playing baseball. And then it was like, the summer is over fall activity go. And I was like, I guess I'm playing football. And it was literally that for like 11 years, if not more. Um, but I wasn't really a big sports guy. <laughs> uh, like the moment I like found like drums and music and stuff, I was like, oh, I like music a lot more. Um, but He's a big activity guy. Yeah, I was Mr. Activity. Just- um, and that kind of died down a little bit um, in college when I didn't have to have a mandatory sport to be in uh, for my freaking parents but i was pretty social um and i i what was interesting about this movie is the very big divide between clicks and i was like um i was talking to my girlfriend about this movie yesterday and she said she saw like a reddit post where people were saying like lifelong teachers what do you what are the big differences you notice between you know kids in the 80s and 90s and kids today and a lot of them said like in the 80s and 90s 
you had like one thing that defined you. It was like you were the jock, you were a nerd, you were, you know, whoever, one activity, the, the punk. And that was like you where today everyone kind of does a little bit of everything. So it's a little more blended, which I think is probably a lot healthier. Um, and I was a little like that because I was in marching band, what up, mm. and um, and played on the volleyball team. So I had like, but the volleyball people were mostly like a lot of football players. Um, oh my God. You definitely said like eight activities just like since you started talking. So like, I believe you. <laughs> so I was, I was out and about. Um, but then, um, yeah, so I guess I was kind of, I liked dabbling in different groups, um, and I kind of wish I did more of that uh, in the present. I guess when the lockdown is like now, like kind of winding down, I think you kind of just get comfortable doing one thing, and then you're just like, "Okay, I'm podcast boy now." <laughs> then that's that's all I I am. But it would be fun to kind of get back into like different groups and activities and stuff. But that's yeah. probably too ambitious. Uh, how about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I grew up in the Philippines and we didn't have four seasons. So I didn't understand mm-hmm. the like seasonal like activity thing until mm-hmm. I moved here. And my husband also grew up in the Midwest. So he like had to explain it to me. But then, yeah, <laughs> you like switch what type of teen you are. Totally. Or what? I mean, I mean, I guess if you're a varsity athlete, can you just wear the same jacket or is it like different costumes, different outfits? In the cafeteria. There's one jacket, but you can have different um, like patches on it. Issa, I have a question. Since there's no seasons in the Philippines, how do you know what sport to play? <laughs> there's just like an arbitrary like season that doesn't correspond to... I guess it corresponds to like when it's not like raining really, really hard. So all of them okay. are just kind of at the same times. <laughs> what sport is like really good for when it's raining really hard? <laughs> Uh, I guess an indoor sport, right? Like you oh, could I do see. like you could be like doing table tennis. Yes. Okay. Ah, indoor table tennis. <laughs> A hot cocoa. Grandma's bringing the presents over. Forrest Gump's playing in the background as I'm watching, taking my follow up question. Did you ever drink hot chocolate growing up, Isa? <laughs> um. I, I think I had it one time when we went to like a mountainous part of the Philippines and it was quote unquote cold, which is probably like, honestly, like 75, 77 degrees. Like that was cold. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So that was like, we were like, ooh, oh it's cold. Let's drink a hot cocoa. Yeah. It's it's pretty disturbing. I had never seen like a real Christmas tree until moving here either because we, we still had like plastic Christmas trees that were like fir trees. They weren't like a coconut tree. <laughs> But like, but like, I never, I, I didn't like make the connection that people can just cut down a tree until later. Oh yeah. <laughs> where Where are you from, Jane? Oh, Jane, where are you from? Sorry. I'm from New Jersey. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I'm Jewish, so I also didn't cut down a Christmas tree oh, for um, most of my life. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave. I um, like to tell people I was conceived in Jersey. Which is true. Say more. Okay. Where, where in where in New Jersey? That's a good question. Let me text my mom right now. Um, because my parents lived in Jersey in like 90 and 91 and then moved back to Illinois and then I was born in 92. 
Um, so oh, oh, I see. Oh, oh, I actually do. Yeah, this is really. I so I got a little bit of Jersey in me. <laughs> oh my god. I literally thought you had like, well, there was this time that they traveled to New Jersey. No, because one time when I was in college, um, I, I disturbingly do have a story like that for a friend I had in college because she and her husband were grad student TAs on a study abroad trip. And the one time we couldn't find them on the trip, we were like all playing soccer and we were like, where are Zach and Rom? So like, where could they be? Yeah. And we like kicked the ball like too far and it like. We jogged up and like they were both in the room with the door closed and we were like, oh, whoopsies. And then like a few months later, they were like, we're pregnant. And we were like, uh, uh, uh. we know <laughs> you weren't playing soccer that day. We knew um, I pulled up my text with my mom. Here's my last conversation with her. <laughs> Did you see the movie Heather's doing a podcast tomorrow about it? And curious if you saw it. Here's my mom's response. Never heard of it. What? <laughs> Which I was at first shocked because I was like, this is an iconic movie. It came out a few years, like she would have been a few years younger than me. But then I looked at the IMDb and I was like, oh, no one, no one saw it when it. Yeah, no out. one saw it when it came out. Okay, I was going to ask Kevin, why this movie? Good question. Um, I don't know if I have a good answer. Oh, she just responded. <laughs> wow. To, uh, Totoa, is that a place? Toto, T O T O Toto. Why did I? Totoa. I don't like. I'm not familiar with that area, but near Paramus and Little Falls. Oh, she says. Yeah, um, triangulating. I, I like, it's a good area. I mean, Paramus is like 30 minutes from from where I live right Zip now. Zip code zero. Send us a <laughs> send us a dropped pin. Uh huh. It's a great. Wow, I, this I, is where Kevin's parents freaked. <laughs> The the one place that I that I the one thing I know about Totowa is that it's a really good place to have sex. That's okay. what they talk well, about. Well, that tracks, yeah. Their famous okay. um sex place. Um why this movie? I, I you know, I don't know if I have a great answer. I know that it's a famous high school movie. I saw parts of it in high school, didn't really like process it, but I have a, a vivid memory of five years ago. And I'm sorry because I'm you're gonna about to lose a hundred percent of your listeners. I was taking an improv class when <laughs> um, someone made a Heather's reference in the scene. I think they said like, "What's your damage?" to like one of the improvisers, and they were like, well, "What do you mean?" And the teacher went, "Everyone, please stop." And I was like sitting there oh. like, "Oh shit, what's oh, happening?" Oh shit! Now normally with like a uh, improv class and teacher. I would almost think the note would be, uh, I you know, try not to make pop culture <laughs> references whenever possible because maybe not everyone has seen what you're referring to. Yeah. But that was just my guess. She goes, did you not know that reference? And the guy, <laughs> the guy goes, yeah, no, what? What's Everybody, your please stop. Hey, everyone. She literally stopped up? the scene. What, you don't know what's your damage? And he's like, no. She goes, you've never seen the movie Heathers? Winona Ryder, Christian oh. Slater, 1989? He's like, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> put, her, put her hands in her face for like five seconds and then went, the next time I see you, you better have fucking seen the movie Heathers. Oh wow. God. It was pretty awesome. I then, scared, went home and watched it. <laughs> watched it? Uh, immediately. <laughs> And did really enjoy it. 
Actually, I kind of wish the next class I made a bunch of Heather's references. But, um, and she that was teacher's doing, she now on, she's now on bit. SNL, right? She, she actually might have been. Um, oh. But she she was doing it kind of as a bit, uh, like, ironically, but it was kind of a, like, oh, man, I need, a, I need to watch this. Yeah. So I watched it four or five years ago and really enjoyed it. The like everyone, the thing that I think stuck out to me the most was the fashion, like all of the costume and wardrobes are like incredible. And then I was apprehensive. <laughs> I can't believe I picked the movie because I was like, oh, this might be like problematic. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> and then I was then I was I was watching it. I was like nervous, but I don't think it was as I guess we'll get into that later, too, as like. Prop controversial or problematic as I was anticipating it. But here's another conversation I had. I was telling my girlfriend, oh, I'm doing this podcast. They they offered a few ideas and I picked Heathers. And they went, Oh, that's cool. They offered you Heathers. And I went, Well, no, actually, like I suggested Heathers. <laughs> and she went, When's the last time you saw it? And I was like, five years ago. And she goes, So you're picking one of the most cult classic, famous high school movies. <laughs> You suggested it. They didn't suggest it. <laughs> that is famous for having a cult following that you saw five years ago once. <laughs> so for the last month, I have been kind of sweating this recording a little oh bit. Oh, my God. But, um, hey. I'm no, this, is, I mean, I guess this is our first big, like, throwback cult classic. Right, yeah. Jane? Would you yeah. say? Easy A was the, I think the Easy second a, oldest. Yeah, second so oldest. So very, very different. Done. I have yeah. a question, sorry, for the improv expert, which yeah. is, what is the right answer for, I mean, obviously there's multiple right answers, but if someone says, what's your damage in a, in a improv sketch, question mark, Walter yeah, would be mad at me if mm -hmm. I said skit, um, you're, you should say something, right? You should be like, my knee hurts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's improv, That's good. right? That's good. Yeah, you would say, yes, and my elbow's not working. <laughs> Yeah. And then do a big wink to the audience. <laughs> I and actually go, remember Heather's. Remember Heather's. <laughs> I didn't think that line was even like. I I thought people after Heather's just like said that also without it being like a reference. I thought I just I don't know, but it became mm -hmm. part of the lingo. Because, yeah, oh, I read something that the people who made this movie chose specific lingo that isn't in wasn't real, so that it would seem timeless. And then it I probably did become that. part of the great culture. idea. Yes. Jane, um, had you seen this before? I had seen it only once and really recently, like within the past year. Oh, okay. I yeah. think I had just like, you? it's a, it's not that long, but I had just like seen like parts of it from like walking into someone's dorm and they're like watching it, like just like seeing parts of it. Like they're like, throughout. get out of here. What are you I doing? Was like, I, kind of, <laughs> I was like, I've kind of seen it. And then I finally sat down and watched it recently. Like this is the first time I sat down and watched the whole thing. And I was like, oh no, I like didn't really know what was going on but yeah. um but i upsettingly i also know that there is a musical um mm -hmm. that's based on it and which was a huge <laughs> flop it didn't even it was on off broadway and people really hated it because it just got the tone like really wrong and oh you better believe there's a two-hour <laughs> iphone recording on youtube oh that i watched God. the first 10 minutes of. I've listened to the songs and I was like, I, and, and also like a lot of people just like went to the musical without knowing the source material at all. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Which I, which I understand. And so like I, and then Riverdale, Jane, I was gonna this say, is for you. 
No, but Riverdale I know because I already got to that episode. Did you get to that episode? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, Do you, are thing? you aware of this, Kevin? Yeah. No, I know about the show Riverdale. I don't know this re- uh, reference you're about to say. They do um, musical uh, episodes. Yeah, occasionally out of nowhere. The school, so in the high school, they put on a musical and then they actually sing throughout that specific episode. Mm-hmm. And they did, they did Heathers and they like kind of shoehorn in the songs of the musical to the plot of what's happening with the Riverdale Riverdale characters and it like sort of works yeah Um, that episode was actually really upsetting and weird to me because I was like why do this musical that is like very much like the movie is famous and not the music why not do like Grease or something you're doing a a reference to a musical that's based on another TV show it was like really it it was really upsetting to me I felt like my brain was being like turned inside out that's like referencing if they made Hamilton the TV show on your movie (laughs) I feel like they picked it just because it fit with what was like they were just like these songs we can do this and it fit Um, with like having a bunch of like white people and like many girls true Um, true yes um but yeah so this is my first watch all the way through um i did like read a lot about just winona Ryder, basically yeah i didn't know about the the arrest and stuff i mean yeah and i really i also didn't know that she was that young i mean i knew i know she definitely looks like a kid how old is she like 17 or something you're like you were scared to say 16 or 17 I knew I'd get in so much trouble from the fans. Um, she was 16 when she was cast, Damn. and Christian Slater was 19, which I think is also wild. Um, and yeah. she begged to be in it and even oh, said that she would do it for free. Which guys, I, was like, I had a genius bit that I completely forgot to do at the beginning of the episode. I'm so do mad. Now. Do it now. Okay, do when it you now. guys introduced me, I was going to go, Greetings and salutations. No! <laughs> oh, man. Christian Slater actually said explicitly that he got really upset with his audition and threw, like, all the, like, materials like so, that he had used to, like, so read his drama. sides and stuff. He, like, threw it in the trash, and he was like, I had a terrible audition. And then they called him, and they were like, you're like gonna get called back. And, you're like, very you're extra. Therefore, cast. we'd love to have you. Yeah, they saw him <laughs> yeah. throwing all the stuff, and we're like, he's perfect. So Brad Pitt also auditioned and was too nice. I love mm. that detail. <laughs> all right, uh, you're too much of a sweetie, Brad. Get out of here. Um, um, yeah, that they was also, interesting. They also the first time that Winona like auditioned, they thought she wasn't pretty enough. And I, yeah, I, the director said I wanted that. to cry like reading that because I actually like part of what I did while watching this movie is just stare at her face and her cheekbones because I think she just like looks very iconic. Um, they're all beautiful. They're all they're all be- very attractive. Well, well what, now we I'm can gonna... discuss. We can discuss Uh-oh. that later. Okay, Issa tends to think beautiful people are ugly. So <laughs> no, that's not oh, true. We're gonna at get all. into it. That's not true at all. I just thought Christian Slater was very interesting to look at the whole time. Anyway, um, I didn't know that. Like when <laughs> when Ryder was like, "How do you like, like my bullied. shirt?" Interesting. <laughs> when Ona Ryder said she was bullied through high school, and she thought after Beetlejuice she wouldn't be bullied in high school anymore, but people made fun of her and called her a witch. Um, but I would say she's probably okay now. Wait, can I just say about the stealing thing? Um, I 
most of what I did as a child when I wasn't doing homework was watch VH1. So for oh, whatever yeah. reason, VH1 loved to talk about Winona Ryder stealing that scarf. Didn't it like, did it like, am I right? Did it stick to her jacket kind of as she like walked out? Am I going crazy? I, I don't no remember idea. the details. Anyway, that was my main thing that I knew about her. And this is besides the brand new Star Trek movies in which she plays Spock's mother. I haven't seen okay. any other Winona Ryder content. Oh, I guess the most Stranger recent Things. content is Stranger Things. I haven't Things. seen it. Yeah, Guys, I, haven't, Jane, Jane I have not seen, it. seen Stranger Things. Please I know you, you talk that. to me about that all the time because we get into like fights about Millie Bobby Brown. But also I wanted to say that. There's like one or two lines in this. She's so young in this, but there were one or two lines where she sounded just like her character on Stranger Things. And I was like, whoa, she's about to like be like, well, she just like when she gets really stressed out, she sounds like her mom voice in Stranger Things. So it was it was just cute seeing her so young. Um, and then I guess the most recent Christian Slater thing I've seen is um, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. I, almost I, so, I, I almost said I, Robot. Mr. I, Robot. So I worked as a page at NBC for <gasps> six months when Mr. So Robot cool. came out and they had like a, an event and I held, I was going to the bathroom and I saw like someone was about to leave. So I opened up the door to let the person come out and it was Rami Malik. And then I like turned around <laughs> and Christian Slater was right there and I like Whoa. pissed Whoa. Um, Have you heard of the show 30 Rock? Of course, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> You, oh, you know. I thought you were about to set up some cool. Uh... <laughs> nope. Just yeah, but I said I said most Kenneth. recent. I said most recent. So yeah, uh, Mr. Robot would be. I guess that's like the biggest. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't really think of Christian Slater otherwise anymore. Okay, I've here's... never seen anything he's in. Okay, ever. Kevin. Uh, he's in a movie called Cuffs, which is really weird, and he's like with like a sixteen-year-old actor in it. Um. Problematic in a bunch of ways. <laughs> Both of us on made December twelfth, two thousand one, Ryder was arrested on shoplifting charges in Beverly Hills, accused of stealing five thousand five hundred dollars worth of designer clothes and accessories at Saks Fifth Ave department store. Uh, she signed two civil demands in the security offices of the store before she was arrested, binding her to pay for the stolen and surrendered merchandise. Uh, blah blah blah, and then so. I'm trying to find the sentencing because the sentence. I did weirdly know it was Saks Fifth Ave. She mm. was sentenced to three years probation, 480 hours of community service, and $3,700 in fines. A lot of stuff. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in like her Wikipedia about how when she was young, she, they're just like, yeah, she was so pale in Beetlejuice and like people thought she looked like an effeminate boy. And I was like, what is this like uglification of Winona Ryder? But then like yeah. then then she sort of starts being seen as like cool and badass. And then like that sort of goes away. But whoever was putting together the wiki, I have like some problems with and I just want to talk to them. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck this writer. <laughs> I will say that it says that she was clinically depressed at the time and was on some different prescription drugs during the trial and stuff. Um, man, just the... This movie made me think a couple of times, both about, uh, like, curious of, like, what high school is like today and, like, the big differences between then and now, but also, like, the pressures of... Um, child actors like these yeah. teen actors i feel like it must be so 
fucking scary to have that kind of like fame at such a young age when you're still trying to figure out who you are and not to spoil anything but that uh guy who plays the un ambassador in the show committed suicide like 10 years later yeah um there's a lot of uh deaths in this movie um but (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) yeah we we like to like shit on how a lot of tv has just like 29 year olds playing high school people all the time yeah but then i realized like then you don't have to like fuck up a teen's life so like maybe it's actually better that i like watched all these These people in one tree hill who like were like extremely tall and mature Mm -hmm. uh anyway jayden do you want to get into it okay let's do it okay let's do it (laughs) veronica (laughs) is part of the popular bitchy clique consisting of her and three girls named heather Queen bitch Heather number one pressures Veronica into writing a fake love note to Martha, a loser. Meanwhile, new kid and certified bad boy JD is watching. When jocks Kurt and Ram bully him, he shoots a gun at them, but with blanks. That night, Veronica and Heather number one go to a college party, but Veronica rejects a guy and throws up. So embarrassing. Heather number one says she plans to ruin Veronica's reputation. At home, Veronica writes in her diary about how much she hates her friends and that she wishes Heather number one was dead. JD shows up in the window and they have sex in the backyard, chatting about how much they hate the popular kids. Uh, I love the edit from when he shoots to immediately like, well, those were blanks. There's a few like editing moves that I thought really helped for like comedic effect where it was like, we better not go see the cow tipping stuff. And then it immediately cuts to what I thought was funny. And then this was like, oh my God, did he just shoot them? And it's like, no, those were blanks. They probably shit their pants when that happened. Um, It also, yeah. yeah. It also, I think like there's times in this movie where they, they just seem to be spending a long time. Like all the takes in the cafeteria, they're just like watching people's faces and watching these girls like talk to each other. And watching JD just like looking at her from across the room. So so then I'm like, it, it just feels like different from like teen movies now where everything's yeah. kind of like cut and like polished and shiny. And yeah. something I liked about the cafeteria scene uh, was they Heather and Veronica walk up to that other group and then they go, oh, shit, here's Heather. And they're like. I I like that we see that other people don't like them because I think you kind of assume, especially like in an 80s movie, that like, oh my God, everyone loves the popular people and everyone wants to be them. And I like that they are perceived as annoying to other people. Like not, they're not flawless to everyone. Like Mm. all the characters are flawed in their own ways and stuff. But I like that early on in the movie, you see other people like, not wanting to be around uh, her. Yeah, and really, that's, like, the main part of the movie where you hear from a lot of the other kids. Jane, what did you think of, like, everybody's, like, faces and aesthetics in this movie? That's what I I was going to ask you about. Okay, I should admit from the top that I had trouble engaging with this movie. I had trouble, like, getting into it, and I have a theory about why this is. Can I guess? Which I think, yes. The padded shoulders and the blazers? (laughs) No, I love that. I love that shit so much. Um, should I, Isa, should I save my big theory till later? Yeah, I'm going right. to do that now, right now. Yeah, right now. You, should, you can, you can pre, you can say it now. Okay. Here you want to save the really interesting thing for the end of the episode? <laughs> Here's the most interesting, interesting thing I'm going to say over the next hour. Okay. I'm someone who likes all of the movies that this movie is supposed to be kind of the antithesis yes, of. the John Hughes mm. movies. 
I'm someone who likes, for example, at the end of this, I was like, you know, I wish I was watching Before I Fall. Like, I want something <laughs> easy and dumb and stupid. And this movie is supposed to be, like, against all that. And yeah. the thing is, I want to be a cool person who likes this movie. I want to be someone who quotes Heather's but I'm just not. So this movie is for everyone who's cooler than me. I don't think you do want to be the person who quotes others. I just mean I'm not cool. Like I'm not, I'm not cool, guys. No, because I think that like Aww. there would be people. <laughs> I think there would be people who would watch this and feel similar to similarly to you, but then like try to try to put some quotes in their in their vocabulary anyway to like act more artsy. I do I'm like saying, lick it up very and stuff. I did um, like very. I did. Uh, very that might be my me. again. That not, might be my I wasn't smart one. enough. I was like very, very what? <laughs> um, I, I was like gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say I liked what the football players looked like. I versus like I think again like not to like just continually compare this to Riverdale like it's on my mind, but like they truly look like like large football players who have mm -hmm. to eat a lot and bulk up instead of like just really cosmetically. Like, um, what's his name in the kissing booth, Jane? Like, how oh, yeah. I was, like, Jacob. so pissed the entire time that, like, he wasn't his name's going to Jacob. practice. Alordi. I don't know. Jacob Alordi. Wait, no, that's not his character's name. Oh, his name? Um, Nathan Fl <laughs> Na something Flynn. Noah Flynn. Nathan? Got it. Um, but, but I also just thought, like, everyone, I had just, like, so much fun just looking at everyone's, like, face and, like, hair. That was, like, my favorite part in the cafeteria. Agreed. Shannon Doherty, right? Yes. She's pretty. I agree. Winona Ryder is gorgeous. Now, we sort of alluded to this, but I had written the question, is Christian Slater hot? And my answer is no. That's it. Kevin, Kevin's like struggling. I, I will say, I to use Issa's word, he is interesting. Like, there is, I guess, there is an attractive quality, but uh, I think well, what's hard is the moment he opens his mouth because he's <laughs> like channeling heavy quotes, Jack Nicholson. Yes. But I think at that age and, you know, he's like a teenager at the time, so I'm not going to like heavily critique this. But at that age, channeling just means like imitating and just yeah. copying. And so his voice is so ridiculous to me yeah, it's that so it immediately <laughs> makes it. Yeah. Um, like that post-coital scene i was watching it like <laughs> they look 13 like this is crazy um <laughs> but his so he's got great hair like he he i don't know but the trench coat <laughs> they they even they kind of balance each other out like you you lose it with your kind of creepy look but uh mm -hmm. hey man you got good hair product and uh you know flowers too. he does a very clear skin and good hair i was gonna say um i i felt like something about him that was tragic to me was that guys used to be like this before reddit or like the internet really existed <laughs> so like a guy like that today would yeah. just like go on the internet and that would be like taken and just shaped into something like really awful yeah but like he is like what that would be like without the Joker. That's like, really it's awful. Like bombing a school. <laughs> well, I also just mean. I also just mean. Besides his motives, I just mean like the way he talks. Like mm, okay. Also, mm -hmm. you can just like. Also, Nate like really wouldn't leave me alone and just kept doing this thing where he would say it all in Heath Ledger's Joker voice. Mm. He would just like repeat JD's lines, and I'm not gonna do it because I can't. But it was really annoying. 
And also it made me think of that because he does he does sort of sound a little bit like that, like a guy who would like say milady or something. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I think there are there's probably some better fit options uh, for J.D. Like we talked about Brad Pitt. I agree. I could kind of see it not being believable with him. I don't know who else I would cast, but I, I or actually it's like cast Christian Slater, but tell him to like lose the Tell him to not do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, go 40% less with the impression because it doesn't seem uh, like you're a real human being. It did seem like he was having a lot of fun. He was trying. He was trying really hard. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. Oh, go, go, Jane. <laughs> I was gonna Jane. ask. Do, could this movie come out now with so, that's specifically what I was gonna with ask the too. guns? The 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 guns. Here's my theory. I feel like the closest we've seen to it today, not not Mean Girls because that you know is a while ago. Like today, is Euphoria. And oh. not like obviously the shootings and stuff, but that's yeah you couldn't do that today um because i think it would really make people uncomfortable i was gonna yeah i was gonna say the same thing about euphoria and i think something that like this movie was trying to do that i was thinking about jane was like they're just trying to like shock people a lot and like yes like one of the apparently one of the like things that kept happening during production was that they would like ask people to work on this movie and they would be like oh like the profanity is like Mm -hmm. too horrifying and the the subject matter is too dark and that's what like drake working on euphoria would like want people to say to him you know oh, like yeah. and i i think like <laughs> i think like that that is like sort of the space that they're both occupying is to just like shock people into being like oh, the kids they're out of control like say the like there's is, this <laughs> euphoria is pretty I mean, earnest there is yes i would say that's a yeah that's that's different. true that's like true. it's not a it's not a satire but there is similarities there i, I was tell- also thinking oh go ahead there's there is a, sh- a school shooter episode of glee Glee oh is, Glee wow. is a whole, oh my God. Oh my a whole God. series, a whole podcast into itself. But um, yeah, when you're sort of playing with, because Glee goes back and forth between earnest and satire. And so there's a lot of people were not happy with that. But not surprising. Yeah. Can I tell you my Jane Lynch story? Yes. <laughs> I apologize if anyone's ever heard this before because I tell it every day. No, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but so Jane Lynch, my grandpa was a high school principal and Jane Lynch went to the high school and like she plays a principal right on Glee, the show. Yeah. Um, so I met her a couple of years ago. She came in at Earwolf and I brought it up and I was, I think this was my first year at Earwolf. Like not everyone knew me. It was kind of a like ballsy move to do in front of like a dozen people. And I was like, hey, did nervous. you go to Thornwood High School or something? Thornwood or Thornridge, one of the two. I knew which one it was. She was like, yeah. And I was like, um, my my grandpa, I think, was the principal. Uh, and she was like, I say the name. And she went, no, that wasn't my principal. <laughs> and I was like, really? I've been told that like my whole life. And she's like, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. So... I tell my mom and I'm like, hey, you know, this story everyone's been grandma's been saying for like two decades, three decades. Uh, I got called out on it. So my grandma sends me a a big letter the next week. I get a thick letter in the mail. And it's a copy of the yearbook photo with her in it. And it's like, here's Jane Lynch. Here's your grandpa. 
<laughs> so she's lying to you, Kevin. Wow. Yeah. So I have a like a complicated relationship with. I Kevin. like. I like to think that even after she was like, "No, that's not my principle," you were like, "Okay, but like, see, it's like funny because you played a principal on Glee. Like she you played, like yeah. still. She played a cheer coach. Sorry to be wait. A Glee doesn't she cheer? become? She becomes. She she, she like become helps. a principal or something? Yeah, she becomes okay. the principal. Jane. I've never watched it. She couldn't even be in the show, and I would be, I'd be like, yeah, okay. She's more notably person. the cheer coach. But I will say, here's what I think happened: is Jane Lynch corrected you, and then she went home and she was like, "Oh shit, oh, fuck. I was totally <laughs> wrong." And she thought about it for like three weeks. Whenever she yeah. like went to make breakfast, she was like, "Oh my god, that's so embarrassing." Drop and then the eventually, fork. and then eventually, it sort of faded, and she was like. She, That's what fine. she was fine fine again yeah <laughs> I, I totally think the same me. i think the same thing happened where it was like a week of regret and sadness <laughs> and anger and embarrassment and then uh it went away mm-hmm. i agree perfect. um yeah, one thing i did want to say i know i know <laughs> i know kevin you talked about the the cringe parts of them kissing after having sex but i did I did think something I noticed was like I was like I think they're I think they're really into it like I think they're really kissing and like not just stage kissing and I don't know if you felt like wait that, weren't Jane? they dating I think during production oh, or something now Love that. Yeah. these IMDb's man I mean anyone can, anyone can say anything like there's one IMDb that's like says one fact and then another that's like says the complete opposite right under but I feel like I read something. They were just very sincerely kissing too, yeah. and I also think like that doesn't really happen anymore. And again, they looked like little babies swaddled in this they trench coat. They did look coat. like little babies. So I did. <laughs> um, I've, this is the second movie, right? That there's been sex outside so far. Oh, people true. love They're, to make teens wait, have sex okay. on the. Wait, okay. Are they in her backyard? The kissing. Uh, booth. the kissing booth. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Famous booth outside. <laughs> <laughs> actually in that movie kevin actually maybe maybe kevin knows the answer to this in the kissing booth they have sex under the hollywood sign and i said that probably wouldn't be allowed because then everyone would do it so we were curious if anyone knew if that was allowed if you could just go there and do that um now the hollywood sign is like deceptively deceptively farther than you think because there's like griffith park which is near it but then to get to the hollywood sign there i think it's like yeah, it's a a, like it's not. Away, there's yeah. not oh, like a wow. little. Pa- there's not like a pathway. Like, I think it seems hard to get to. Anyway, maybe that's Jane, the, the good challenge. Jane, would you like they to work go up on? a sweat before about the sex? <laughs> no, would you like to go on to the next one? <laughs> oh, okay, I don't Jane, know. I wanted to more talk- sex stuff. <laughs> but here's the thing, like. Are we fine with them having sex outside? Just like, oh, and also she's super confident about. She's just it's like her backyard, so I was okay with it because it's she's her like, backyard. This or her is, neighbor's backyard. Mm, she's now, like, this is better than just having sex in cars or something. So it sounds like she's like pretty confident with sex. No, they were by they were by like the little um croquet thingies, right? Like yeah. the camera kind of pans. The over undies that. were on the croquet. <laughs> the undies. The undies. Uh. Um. I don't like it. The doe thong. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. Veronica and JD go to Heather number, Heather number one's house to play a prank on her. Veronica is going to give her milk and orange juice like the ultimate prankster she is, but JD suggested drain cleaner instead. 
Even though Veronica says no, she accidentally, question mark, gives Heather number one the drain cleaner killing her. JD says they should make it look like a suicide, so Veronica writes a suicide note. Much to Veronica's surprise, the school sees, sorry, I'm like losing my voice. <clears throat> the school sees Heather number She's one so as someone with up. secret struggles. It's emotional. <laughs> and she only becomes more popular. At the funeral, we hear everyone's thoughts. And Heather too, I can't talk. Heather too is pumped. Later, she starts wearing Heather number one's iconic red scrunchie. <laughs> Which is interesting because if you, uh, another thing I, I noticed because I watched it once yesterday afternoon and then I watched like half of it again last night and a little bit before this was this. So the second time I, I watched it, I noticed Heather has like a a red bow above her bed when she's sleeping as well. Mm. Um, I said <laughs> I wanted her shell bed. <laughs> Did you uh, notice her like her like she looks like a little mermaid and the she's like the pearl of the shell. I kind of want oh. it. Wait, you watched this twice. <laughs> uh, sort of, yeah. Like one and You're a half. You're better basically. prepared, much better prepared than I. I watched <laughs> well, this while like, doing chores, holding laundry. Well, I made such a big with this movie. I was like, I can't like half-ass like uh, <laughs> a, a ridiculous movie I suggested. Something, I see. a little note I had. I had a couple punch-ups that my girlfriend didn't oh. care for. I would pause and go, <laughs> now, wouldn't it be funny though if... <laughs> If he actually said that's this. the best, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, and she was like, Kevin's workshop. She was Go like, you don't it. have to hit pause every time you have a, a joke idea. <laughs> um, but so my first was when she falls through the glass. I guess she kind of does make this joke. She was like, oh fuck, I just killed my best friend. I thought she should have said it like, oh fuck, she broke the glass table because it seems like <laughs> there's so much commentary, which I think is really good. Uh, and I really like it in movies like this and another amazing movie, Drop Dead Gorgeous, where mm -hmm. it's like more commentary about how self-obsessed people are and about how it impacts how other people's death says more about like them as an individual than, yeah. than the actual death of that person. And so, yeah, she says like, oh, I'll have to switch from like Harvard to Yale or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Like other, yeah. From this university to that one. So I could have used maybe a, a tiny bit more of that because I think like we see it later when the news uh, cameras come and, and film mm -hmm. the, the teacher. The teacher. Um, mm. But I felt like that was a great point that the movie was making was how other people killing themselves like made it was like, wow. I'm so brave because I knew that person and like I could mm -hmm. write such a powerful memoir now. Um, yes. Yeah. The teacher was, was like, a great, the teacher was one of the teacher who's like that. And it's like, Oh, I thought you committed suicide. Like she was one of my favorite Call characters. Us when the shuttle actually, has landed. <laughs> I actually do really like frenemy stories, I feel like. Yeah. And so I think, I think something, I mean, I don't know a lot, but I feel like this movie probably was one of the very first teen movies to do that. And like really, just have like a popular girl who just fucking hated her friends, but at the same time, like seemed to like be fine with like maintaining her status. And so that I, I did like, I did like how she reacted to the deaths. I just, I feel like, again, I was like, this is like euphoria where like, yeah, they're trying to make you feel shocked by how like the adults never really get it. The parents are just like being like, whatever, like we're having tea and we're like, we're, we we just want to watch our TV and only like Veronica and JD and really like the Heathers feel like they get like a full character. Um, but I but yeah, I 
my my comment to that scene were like was like, "Ooh, I love I love seeing all the glass and the magazine with Audrey Hepburn on it." <laughs> I was just uh, like, "It's so cool." <laughs> circling back a little bit to the first point, the college party where they're like, "Throw your throw your uh, coats on the ground." And then she gives the speech, and then he's got his hands behind his head and goes, save the speeches for Malcolm X. <laughs> yeah, woo! Like, what? I love um, that. Yeah, that party was interesting. Didn't it seem like when she uh, <laughs> made the fire that like the whole party was going to burn to the ground? Oh, and yes, I, it's just I like saw a little that. garbage fire outside. But then yeah. it gets to be in the background when she's like yelling at Heather. But yeah, I feel like if that were in a movie today, you would like see the fire start and yeah, then like the fire. house burns down. Exactly. That's Chekhov's what I was thinking. I was kind of surprised. Fraternity that garbage fire. Especially after Riverdale. Like every every building in Here the Riverdale go. town burns down. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about the monocle that she wears yes. while writing her diary? Someone explain It's a character this to in me. the movie. I truly don't. I don't understand like what a monocle does. Can someone like? Is it like glasses? But there's just yeah, one. Like, can you explain exactly. why? But like, why? But like, how do you read if only one of your? Can back, you explain like what? The, a... Back in the day, people used to have like very famously. Actually, it's kind of embarrassing. You don't know this. One really good eye and one stank ass <laughs> bad eye. So the monocle was to help the the bad eye. And I think, like, in homage probably to her, like, grandparents or something, she was <laughs> using the monocle. But she had to, like, probably use a bad, a different, like, a fake lens. Um, do you think yeah, I don't know, like, but I really like got, Do you think, like, teen girls got a monocle and, like, did the same thing? I hope so. I hope <laughs> monocles became really trendy. Um, I think Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was funny I because I think, like, diary stuff is, like, very overplayed and like kind of just done so that um you have an excuse for a character to do vo like directly to the listener yeah. and so having the monocle i thought was at least kind of like a funny add-on to it instead of just the like very dramatic like dear diary today sucked again uh something about you know what, you know what they do yeah. <laughs> yes you know what they do now instead of doing that jane they have a character vlog out of nowhere true remember when we were watching oh, alex yeah. strangelove and we were like why is this girl vlogging we've never seen her like have this persona it's literally yeah. because they can't do like a dear diary i did and, like, i guess i can appreciate i guess i can appreciate the monocle and her like huge <laughs> scrawling script. Yes. Because yes, I get I like that it's that. supposed to be funny. I get that it's supposed to be self-aware, but guys, I just I just couldn't get into Monica it. Monica wasn't doing it for you. I don't yeah. know why. And I'm I'm trying to think because me like I get that this is supposed to be like archetypes and and like yeah. over the top. But I'm like no one is chatting about real things. Like no one can be this mean. I don't know. I feel I like th I feel like in that time they were trying to be like, you don't know, kids are this mean, which is kind again like where I felt like it was similar to like maybe Thirteen Reasons Why or like Euphoria to be like, you don't, you just don't know. Like teens really are doing this shit. Yeah, but every um, every character is like one note, and that's on purpose. But yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. we all have layers. Um, I had a question, which is. What is the best prank you've played on someone? Slash, what is your dream prank to play on someone? You guys don't uh, have a prank like ready I'm not in like your a mind? Big pranker. Um, prank I did. Man. I when I um was at high school, 
in Bangkok for a couple of years, people were very into April Fools and pranking Ugh. teachers. And so Fuck I that. assisted <laughs> some underpaid <laughs> teacher I, dealing with a bunch I assisted of a I assisted a friend because uh because the teacher apparently like knew about this and like didn't really like mind the pranks as much like this teacher was like someone who was like okay i know you're gonna prank i was like uh he probably felt bad (laughs) but um i assisted someone in plastic wrapping stuff (laughs) in a classroom uh but it, it was not i don't feel like i can call it my prank because i did not you were an accomplice yes wow um also also i do have another like story that i that is kind of a big uh infamous story in my family which is that my brother and a few friends um when when i was in middle school and he was in high school egged the house of this bully um yeah and they got in a lot of trouble because he had a big egg allergy the bully called the cops on them no actually because one of the eggs flew through the window onto some like sound system equipment and this is like the early 2000s (laughs) yeah this is like the early 2000s so people are like just getting like a bose speaker for bose speaker for the first time and so the bully's dad got really mad called the police and got like a bunch of people like arrested (laughs) i was like for what um what a journey because of an egg on a speaker (laughs) Yes, and it was not because his son was like getting egged, but because of the speaker. <laughs> he was like, "Ah, he'll figure it out." My son's a bully; he can he can beat them up at school. I have um, a similar but... <laughs> egg experience too, where egg my uh, I don't know if you guys had this with your high school, but they give you like a little your senior year. It's like Kevin graduating this year, twenty twenty whatever, twenty twenty whatever. What? <laughs> Did I tell you guys I'm sixteen? <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, like Winona Ryder. I'm um so like my senior year, everyone got like a, a name thing to put in their yard. And then at the crosstown football game, our team won, and then the rival drove around like the town and anyone who had the you know, our high school in their yard, they egged the car. And I was like, oh, shit. Woke up my dad like, hey, I think someone egged my car. And he was like, what? And uh, <laughs> we washed the car at like one in the morning and uh, wasn't very fun. Um, Couldn't you have washed it when you woke up? Well, he was like, it will like harden it and chip the paint off the car. We have to do it now. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, it was not very fun. I feel like my closest. I never was a big prank guy. I think I was pranked a couple of times. Someone put similar car thing. Someone put like a bunch of orange construction cones on my car um one day and i was like that's funny and i called ryan <laughs> get those off my freaking rascal um, jane do you have an answer okay i realize that i hate pranks um <laughs> i hate pranks i hate prank shows so i don't, I don't know why but i did think of, i did just think of something which is mischief night maybe i i it might be a new jersey thing but the night Sorry, before halloween what? i have okay. to ask my parents okay Perfect. They were probably fucking as children were uh, celebrating. They're like mischief night. Mischief night (laughs) is the night before Halloween, and in New Jersey, you go and like do pranks and you you TP houses. Okay. And actually, I think in like some areas, it's like a dangerous night. Uh, But anyway, the one the one time I really participated and 
And because again, my mom like hated it and she would run around and like take the toilet paper down the next day. But we put so much toilet paper <laughs> from one side of the street to the other that it created like a oh, bridge a <laughs> and a, an obstacle. And and all the kids were out like hanging out. And as whenever cars came by and, and turned around on our street and left, we would be like, yay, we made them turn around. And then eventually someone drove through it. That must have been cool too. I would have been like really excited for the moment that they tear through it. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's like a race. <laughs> but actually, uh, the best prank I ever did was I I gave my friend a drink and I was like, "This is gonna taste so good." But then it was milk and orange juice. Oh my god! <laughs> it was Bob Saget eating the having the cereal from the movie. <laughs> uh, inspired by you, I actually feel like I remember going to a grocery store with like a couple friends to TP a house, and we bought like. We were trying to buy like two dozen, you know, rolls of toilet paper. And the cashier just went, nope. And we were like, <laughs> what do you mean? And he that went, rocks. guys, it's 11 o'clock on a Friday. You really all of a sudden need 36 <laughs> rolls of toilet paper right now? That rocks. Shout out to that cashier. Yeah. If they're listening. Hey, man. Got us in the shape. Um, um, Jane, I was going to say, you know, the egg story that I told you because one kid like uh, at first, my brother and all his friends gave fake names, apparently, but then like to the police. <laughs> but then one kid um, like turned everyone in. <gasps> and Dark. so he was like the snitch and like everyone like called him the squealer. But like in a <laughs> Filipino accent, everyone would just call him squealer. And and to this day, my brothers, my brother and his friends, like all their dads refer to this kid as Squealer, wow. which I think is amazing. Never let like, me down. Squealer. <laughs> squealer. Yeah. Well, that's he deserves nuts. it. Yeah. He deserves that. Honestly. honestly. He does. Daddy, why does everyone call you the Squealer? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did something I did like also in this movie after all the death happened was Heather Duke happily eating fried chicken. When oh, yeah, that was cool. I actually dies. did like that. It was I thought Olivia was, was cured. Yeah, um, she was just like, mm. I also loved the first Heather number one's insanely dramatic sip when JD hands her the cup. Sorry, listeners. Oh, is, she chugs this it. Is just for the Zoom. She has... Uh, the most em the the emptiest cup you've ever seen in your life, and then he hands it to her and she goes, like the most dramatic swig of nothing, and then has you know, it big, looks like a commercial. Cars. Yeah, she also looks right down at it before drinking it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. I also I don't know why I wrote this, but for this section of the movie about. Um, Christian Slater, I wrote, this guy walked so that Jughead could run. So clearly <laughs> I had Riverdale on oh the my mind. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I totally, we, I totally get should it. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and get through this one. Heather number three convinces Veronica to double date with her, Kurt, and Ram. Kurt tries to have sex with Veronica, but passes out. The next day, he tells people that Veronica blew both him and Ram at the same time. A bit which of is a not sword fight in your mouth. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Not gay at all. JD says hey, they that's should, what I thought. They, JD says they should get back at them by shooting Kurt and Ram with non-fatal bullets and planting a letter saying that they were in love and wanted to die together. 
What do you know? The bullets are real and the boys are killed. Veronica blames JD for the murders, but JD says she believed what she wanted to believe. At the funeral, Kurt and Ram are praised for being gay heroes. Veronica is starting to get real freaked out by JD's behavior. Um, that kind of is a note that Veronica could have given. It probably would have been a little too clever of like, let's say they're gay together. And if JD was like, wait, why? She could say like, well, they said they put both their dicks in my mouth at the same time. Like, <laughs> They they might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually might be gay. Um, I I had a question. <laughs> yes. My question was: Did did either of you know two popular guys from high school that would have been dumb enough to fall for it if someone had made a fake phone call about a threesome to them? Mm, yes. Probably. Yeah. Can you describe? <laughs> I can. Oh, I have because I have something on the mind. So first of you all, don't have to this say is how names, I got pranked but... every year, actually. <laughs> Um, so I will have nothing to contribute to this part. It's a little too real. I remember being at one of the very few parties that I've been to, like high school type parties in my life. I think I was even in, in college when I went to this party, but I was talking to someone who was in my grade and his younger brother. And and these aren't people that I had like interacted a lot with at school, but it, yeah. it was at that moment where we were just having the most nothing conversation. And I realized that there was just like, there was truly nothing in nothing this person's brain. And he was just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, that, that movie. Yeah, it's good. Like just so low IQ. And I think <laughs> we could get both of those brothers to put their, I was going to say to put their dicks in one mouth. Um, but I was, that's where I came to. Kevin, Kevin, would you care to describe the the people you were thinking of? Uh, yeah, I think it was like, actually, this was something that I was thinking of earlier too, about the like, dipping my toe into different groups. Like, mm. I had like, literally one day of my whole high school experience, where I hung out with the popular kids. Mm. And I almost had to ask them to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, it was like, do you have a lighter and Axe body spray? And I was like, I'm 15. I went to Catholic school for 10 years and you Wait. want a, a lighter now? Is that real that they were going to do the thing with the spray? So he did the like, we went in the garage, he took the lighter and did the like, and it like made a big yeah, flame. Yeah. And I was like, cool, dude. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I don't think I've ever actually seen that. But those, those guys were definitely... A like, you know, do you think I could have sex with Lizzie? And I was like, yeah. I don't know. Are you guys dating? Well, <laughs> are I you guys think, married? Are you guys in love legally <laughs> by the law? Um, I feel like those guys were pushing like uh, booze, drugs, and sex way before anyone else was. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, just like a popular kid. I um. I, I was like, when I when I transferred, so Kevin, I went to uh, school in the Philippines for the first half of high school, and then I transferred to an international school, the second half of high school, so I went to school with white people for the first time, but, but besides like, that- like, do you have a lighter and axe body spray? <laughs> <laughs> besides that, there was this kid in my chemistry class who was in the volleyball team, actually, who was- really hot and i was attracted to him for a long time until he opened his mouth during a chemistry class and was Greetings like looking at the teacher 
I wish. And said, um, and he said, he like turned to his friend, um, who I'm thinking of the second guy in the scenario, and looking at our chem teacher, just went like, dude, I'm so hard right now. Wow. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, first of all, you're really loud. I'm certain I'm not the only person that heard that. Um, wow. And, what a thing know, to flaunt. What do you think was doing it for him? I mean, I'm sure it was because he was a child um, and like Ms. Perkins, you just get a boner. I, if, if, you're listen, if you're listening, Miss Perkins, I'm sorry, but Miss Perkins, she was a smoke show. Like she was yeah. definitely oh she was the hottest teacher in the school, and she would she would wear um what is it called, Jane? Um, sweetheart necklines. Do you so you know can what I'm see her about? boobs. So yeah. you can see some cleavage. Entire boob. What a out. thing to wear as a high school teacher. <laughs> Hey, do you? Um, and I'm no. I'm no she, she also got divorced. I found out she Uh-oh. got divorced that summer, and so like all the boys were talking about it. Like they, dude, you think I, I know, could like bone the teacher? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um. Anyway, Miss Gr- Grundy vibes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Riverdale, it's everywhere. Wait, I do um, have a question about Riverdale. Sorry to get completely off topic. <laughs> do you think Kevin weigh in? I know you've never seen the show. Do you sure. think that they? <laughs> sort of condone the teacher-child relationship or do they try and suggest that she's a sexual predator when she kisses that other child the like moment before she's murdered um well when she looks right down the barrel of the camera and goes this is fucked up and then kisses the person it was kind of telling I think that mm. when they murdered her, they made a decision to say, like, this is wrong. But so many people die who but don't maybe, deserve to die. But I think in the start, in the start, they were, like, playing with, like, because you know how they, she just, like, does a lot of sexy faces to the kid. Yeah. I think that's confusing. Okay, sorry. We can get back on track by um, me no, asking was, this question. <laughs> is mineral water still gay? <laughs> I feel like sparkling water is mineral water. I was gonna like, say if this um, was made spiritual now. sister and sparkling water is extremely cool and not gay. Also, mm-hmm. Jews have always loved seltzer, for the record. <laughs> we were there first. Um okay. is mineral water gay? I don't think people really drink mineral water these days because it's bad for the environment. You should just drink tap water. Mm. I have to disagree with you. There's so much stupid water that has like just bullshit in it. Kevin, what that's what mineral say water is. Before I said that, um, no, just that. <laughs> I I, th- I think he makes a funny like clarifier as like in Ohio it is because I feel like <laughs> when I go back to Illinois and get like uh. an LA drink in Illinois, people. I, it depends who I'm with. Now, most of my friends are very like just cool, progressive people. There's one guy <laughs> who I don't love hanging out with, and boy, does he make comments when whenever I order a drink, and I'm like, "My man, you got to get with the times." You're oh, living- you mean like an out al- like like what type of alcoholic drink you order? Yeah, like if I get like a light beer, he's just like, "Come on, dude." I was like, what? Oh but same thing with like waters and stuff. Like if I got a sparkling water or a mineral water. So when he clarifies like, In dude, Ohio. It's, it's Ohio and it's the 80s. Um, I could see people being like, uh, yes, this is gay. But I, I felt this like, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> like, my, my question to you, because you're bringing up Ohio, was have you ever been in a position to go cow tipping? <laughs> 
Ooh. No, I don't think so. And I spent a lot of time in Wisconsin around cows too, <laughs> but I never got that offer nor would want it as a like six year vegan. I feel Whoa. like I would like be like, stop and, and try to like catch the <laughs> Try to the catch cow. the cow. <laughs> no, don't. I love cows. Cows are so cute and they I don't deserve cows. to be tipped. I th- They're I so cute. Cows. I also don't think you can just like push them over. I also don't understand why they don't run away in all these movies, but because I like when I've hung out with cows, they run away from me. But the um, only real experience I had with cows was when I was uh, abroad in India and we were there for, oh gosh, Diwali. Is that the one where they like, they literally shoot the off paint? so many fire. Oh, okay. Rama- Wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm nervous. Okay, I was there for a holiday Careful. where they shoot off so <laughs> many fucking fireworks. fireworks. Um, so many. Like we were actually staying at this hostel, and the two people running the hostel were just really drunk, setting off fireworks. Very fun. And all of the cows were so scared that they just like stood in a corner, not moving. They were all like terrified. So maybe I was say, cows um, are very scared. Yeah, yeah. cows they're are cute. Very, yeah, they're cute and them. scared. And if two scary football players came, you know, talking loudly about putting their swords in um, someone's mouth, I think they would run away. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> should, um, should we move? Should we move no, on? I have another question. Oh, oh, wait, Jane, what was your thought about mineral water being gay? <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't think it's gay. I think it's more of a class thing. Mm. Yep. Sorry. Sorry to get really fucking deep on here, but <laughs> I feel like I like that you ask us questions that you know the answers to. <laughs> I f- okay. Here's my and take on you, are you both guys are wrong. wrong. <laughs> no. Okay. I think you're both right, and I think it's really funny. This bit is funny. I I liked it. Um, but I do think that there's like <laughs> people who want to be who oh, who are like upper middle class like to buy water that has stuff in it like whenever i go to trader joe's and i see those like turmeric shots something in my stupid mm. brain is like buy this buy this um i buy, I, I like vitamin water so i can't i can't judge <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about though okay that's fine like the turmeric um, shots you don't okay whatever anyway i have what was your question. other question double dates this is not oh. a question. This is a topic that I oh. wanted to discuss. Um, okay. And I can ask a more specific question, which was, have you ever gone on a double date to help out a friend? But feel free to talk about oh. double dates. Not with to help out a friend, but the problematic guy I was telling you about that <gasps> I didn't really like. Uh-oh. Uh, eight years ago, I get a phone call. Kev, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing, man. What's up? Gr- great news. I have a girlfriend. We need to go on a double date now. (laughs) So I was dating someone at the time, and we went to this place called Jimmy's Grill and ate outside as we got to know his girlfriend that uh, he didn't date very long. They (laughs) kind of broke up pretty quickly. (laughs) But um, uh, it's tough. I don't like it. Um, I don't know. But, like, would you have liked it if... With a person that you haven't described solely as being someone that you're not really enjoying, <laughs> like <laughs> that's true. If it was someone who if was, it was fun like someone and I like being around, man, I had another. Uh, I I think they're a, they can be it here. Here's my here's the better answer. It to your point, it one hundred percent depends who it is because yeah. there are people that um, 
Well, it's funny because I wouldn't even like perceive it as double dates, but it's just like me and my girlfriend and our couple friend go get lunch or like yeah. even get dinner or something. But I don't think we ever like think about it as like that was a fun double date. It's like, oh, we got dinner with whoever. Um, but there definitely feels like a double date vibe in like high school or like mm-hmm. I guess even college and stuff. Um, but the when it's with the wrong person, uh it it sucks. I had like an I wouldn't even call it all right, I gotta be vague with some of these details because I don't know <laughs> if they're gonna hear this episode. I'll just here, I'll say this. I was at a party where there was like a, a, an environment where it was like me and my girlfriend were talking to a person and their girlfriend. And I was catching up with this friend I haven't seen in a long time. And the girlfriend like made a sarcastic comment, like kind of under her breath of like, here we go. (gasps) Like another story, basically. And I was like self-deprecating and was like, oh, sorry. I'm such an idiot. I like can't shut up. I really wanted to be like, I'm sorry. I don't know you at all. And I haven't seen wild. my friend in forever. Wait. I, I would love to catch up with him. Am I am I talking a lot <laughs> to him and, and telling stories that, you know, I always try to be mindful of like the environment and if it's just like two people talking, I think yeah. that's kind of like Oh, but I thought I was like, was she saying that like to him? Like kind of I think like she was saying that like to to you. <laughs> like everyone. Like okay, okay, okay. Another story yes, that, that's that a I lot. can't that's a lot. connect to, and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I need. I should be more mindful of like how many conversations wild, just him and I are talking about." But I, that's yeah. very bold. I feel Jane, like did you, as did a, you have a story? well, just a comment on that. Like, I feel like part of being in a relationship is is being with your partner when they're with their friends. And also, like, isn't it cool to hear about your partner? I don't know. I think she's being a jerk, basically. Um, Yeah. For example, Nate's heard me tell the squealer story, like, (laughs) 19 times. Yeah, absolutely. What's your your story, Jane? I don't think I actually have any good teen stories, but I totally agree that once you're an adult, double dating isn't a thing, but but creating gangs and, like, forming, forming groups with other couples is super convenient and fun because, like, Instead yeah. of just finding one person to hang out with, you're suddenly in a group of four and you're like, this rocks. Um, but I do remember that when I had my awkward high school boyfriend where we didn't have anything to talk about and sort of like just made out, um, we had this one person who third wheeled all the time. And I was like, thank God when he like when he was there, I was like, yes, because we had someone to kind of be in the middle have of any us. sort of conversation with. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, I had an early teen story, so, like, even before I, like, had a boyfriend, there was a kid, um, me and, me and, me and my guy best friend, um, in Manila, like, we would talk to each other about, like, our respective, like, crushes a bunch, because the guy I had a crush on was friends with him, and the girl that he had a crush on went to school with me, and one time we were all, like, gonna end up at this party, and so the guy I liked um, asked if I was going and we were sort of going to go to the party and meet up and go together. And then like my friend like sort of had the same situation with this girl. But like none of us were like dating. We were like still like too awkward to even like call it a date. Um, 
But what I remember is like once we got to the party, we like didn't want to go near each other. The four of us just stayed far away. We were so awkward. We were so scared. Everyone stayed with their respective like friend groups. And then at one point, my like one of my best friends, Anna, who is like one of my bridesmaids now, she like pushed me and like the three other people I just talked about into like a a photo and was like I'm gonna take a photo of like these two couples quote-unquote standing together ha 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 it's a double date and I was so mortified and I remember how embarrassed I was and I remember what I was wearing because it was such like a a, like scene that like imprinted on my head I was wearing a white short dress and a pink um what is like the little short jacket like a little bolero jane that like i feel like like more a cropped wore. jacket yes very gilmore girls what a love very. yeah i i and i felt so terrible and we, we didn't end up dating but like probably because of that you know because i was so awkward but but it was fine it that was my first introduction to like uh double dates like being being like awkward things that like your friends are like making fun of you and whispering about you or something. Yes, so scared. Well, similar to Jane, I feel like I have the a backfiring experience of that where someone I had a crush on in high school would always go, "And is it cool if Noah comes with?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure, yeah, he's cool." And then like it took oh, me way no. too long to realize like, why does Noah always have to come with? Oh, and then no. like one time I went to a party and I was like. Hey, are you on your way? And she's like, yeah, I'll be there in a bit. And then received some news why there were delays. Uh, oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, Should we... <laughs> it's nuts. High school's nuts. Should we finish out the high school story that is Heather's? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Loser Martha attempts suicide but survives. Heather, too, thinks it's hilarious. Can I jump in? Whoa. I love. I just want to say love this moment sounds really bad but the fact that there is an actual suicide attempt that isn't like um a funny yeah like an ironic like we kill them and are acting like it's suicide i do think adds like heart and like some actual emotion to the movie which was uh needed i guess Mm. so i just want to say like appreciated uh that kind of unexpected sincerity. Cool. Good good interjection. Good okay. interjection. Please never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can do it whenever you want. All right. Heather, too, thinks it's hilarious. Well, Veronica is horrified. Kevin, did you want to say anything? Uh, sad when she's like, it's just another geek trying to uh, pretend to be a popular person. Oh. And I actually kind of felt like, she should hit her, and she does. I was like, oh, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> it was too. a good slap. Yeah, it was a good me slap. Too. It was a good yeah. hit. Okay, Heather three, sorry, Heather number three calls a radio show to share her struggles, and Heather number two gleefully reports this to the entire school, causing Heather number three to attempt suicide. But Veronica stops her. JD blackmails Heather number two, so she gets students to sign a petition, not realizing that it is secretly a mass suicide note. After Veronica breaks up with JD, he starts to threaten her. She fakes her own suicide as a sneaky little trick. When JD finds her body, he reveals his plan to blow up the school. The next day, Veronica catches JD planting bombs and shoots him a bunch. Somehow he survives, but proceeds to blow himself up. Covered in bomb debris, Veronica takes the red scrunchie from Heather number two and invites loser Martha to hang out. blackmails Heather number two by showing a photo (laughs) of her and Martha when they're like four 
And then she's like, what do you want? Money? I'll give you anything. It's like, what a scandal. You were a toddler. Like, how is this (laughs) enough? Like, I can't have any photos of us together. Um, Yeah, I did. I did. I kind of lost the thread of like, what's the the fake petition? And like, how is he getting her? Like, yeah, at this part of the movie, I kind of wish like the movie had sped up. I agree. Like, once it like established that like JD and his dad are like scary. (laughs) I was like, okay, now I want to like know what's happening because we do get JD's dad and he's scary. (laughs) Yeah, I like their (laughs) dynamic, though, of the like flipping the father son role. Totally. I feel um, like the ending, I okay, so a lot of this movie, even though this isn't the second time I watched this, um, a lot of the movie I was kind of like, what is this saying? Like, what is the meaning? Yeah. And I did, I do think the ending clears it up. Like, the ending is the very strict cliques are stupid and you should hang out with people you like, essentially, and that popularity is dumb. And I was like, okay, I like, I get it and I agree with the point. So... I'll give it that much. I also liked when Veronica like freaks out at her parents who are watching like the telecast about her high school yeah. and like saying like, oh, these youth are so troubled. And like, I felt like in that point, Veronica being like, oh, you guys just like want to like think what you want to think about teens. Like that's kind of his like most explicit, like fuck John Hughes, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she she is like, she is kind of make it she's kind of learning like that she that she hates that because her parents sucked they just like sit around and like they're like pate though they they do suck her mom does have like one amazing line though where she's like (laughs) well she has one eye rolly line and then one redeeming one where they're doing that bit where it's like i'm an you're an idiot and then she's like you guys and like rolls her eyes that was dumb (laughs) but then when she like shuts off the tv and is like, I just wanted to be treated like an adult. And she's like, the mom's like, you know, parent, what do you think parents are just like playing doubles all the time? Like when teenagers are mad because they want to be treated like adults, it's because they are being treated like adults. Um, I thought that was like very well said for a person whose main role is like, <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of like snaps out of it and she's like, hey, I'm your mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I would also say this section of the movie has my favorite like Heather's E line, which is the one where she says, Veronica, why are you pulling on my dick? Yeah, and I, that was I good. Wish people, that was a good one. I wish people said that. I wish that did like make it into yeah. the yeah. popular vocab So I guess more. that actor I read is like very conservative and like never swore and you can see her like break a little bit when she says that because (gasps) she like i guess never says stuff like that yeah and apparently she like didn't realize that it was supposed to be like such satire and i think like the director was like yeah we made that work for us and i was like "Hmm." oh because she's so sincere oh i get it i get it she was like so sincere and i was like "Ah." A lot of stuff happened with these young actors that I like feel uncomfy about. Yeah, um, and then the Heather that's Heather one that says the would you have a brain tumor for breakfast died of a brain tumor. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Or something. Oy. Fifteen years later. So sad. Um, I didn't know that. Um we we have JD truly just ripping the mask off and becoming like a manifesto guy essentially yeah um and something something that felt realistic to me here was like he 
<laughs> she has to like trick him and like physically defend herself from him, but he's also like not very big. So like it did make yeah, sense scrawny. that she was <laughs> she was able to like kind of push him off and stuff and stuff like that. <laughs> Because there's so many movies when where that, like, the girl, like, being badass and, like, kicking him in the dick. Like, that just, like, wouldn't have worked. But because Christian Slater looks like that, I was like, yeah, I believe it. Mm, yeah, I would like beat his ass way. also. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, this ending was, was pretty interesting. I feel like it's probably the hardest part of the movie, I guess, or, like, the most controversial part today is just, like, this last... 10 minutes of like literally blowing up a school but um oh so an interesting thing that i heard about and i was kind of wondering what your guys thoughts are on this is the he alludes to like seven schools in seven states do you think he does this at every school and like Whoa. is like uh convincing people to kill themselves or killing people and acting like they're killing themselves and then goes to another school and does this over and over again because there is a line of where she goes wow have you done this before you're really good at it and he like doesn't say anything if that's true i kind of wish they pushed that a little bit more yeah like one idea i had was when he shoots ram or whoever like the the first person he shoots in the neck, I wish he shot him like right between the eyes, and then she go, she like makes a She's comment like, of like, "Wow, you're a really good shot." Like, <laughs> how you're really good, but like I kind of wish they teased it out a little bit more uh, throughout the movie. Um, yeah, well, yeah. well, it's there's something hinted that like he and his dad are just like really into explosives, and like they just like know a ton about explosives. So then I was like, has he been just like learning? like gathering the tools to do this like as they travel around and his dad has to like it seems like part of his dad's job is just to like demolish stuff um that's but yeah my, that, that's interesting my big well one of the maybe one of the things where i struggle is like what is jd's deal like he kind of seems just like a a freak with with sort of just freak dna and that's it and like is there anything else going on I mean, I think he's like a manifesto guy that's like similar to manifesto guys now who hate women who's like, yeah, popular people suck and like, you're gonna just like, I'm just gonna like kill them because they're all evil and I'm like the only one that sees that and like that's what, that's what like, it, it sucks that like it seems like that type of guy has like been with us for a while now and like he says like the only place like different social types can like get along is in heaven and like. I was like, oh, shit, like he has like some theory about like the Heathers that's not just like, haha, they're bitches. Um, but do I, you I, see I, some. Oh, sorry. Do you oh, see no. some Please overlap with Before I Fall? Between JD and me. <laughs> <laughs> He's here. JD's here on the Zoom. No, I, I was going to say wait, wait. Before I Fall vibes. Say more. Okay. Heather one is. Uh, What's that actress's name that we love? The blonde girl? Zoe Dutch. No, Boy. she's not. Oh, oh, Halston Sage. Sorry. Thank sorry. you. Halston Sage. Zoe Dutch is uh, Veronica as Winona Ryder. And then okay. the Heather number two and Heather number three are the women of color who are less important <laughs> in the movie Before I Fall. Um, yes? 
I mean, yeah, but in this in this scenario, there's no evil JD. But yeah, I think it's trying to be like, hey guys, like stop being so fucking mean to each other. And then JD's like, no, actually, people are just like that. They'll never outgrow it, and like they're gonna explode everywhere. Actually, I read that like in the original version of the script, he does successfully blow up yep. the school. They're all dancing in heaven. Oh, yeah, wow. and they were like, no, don't do that. Maybe, too up. maybe, maybe there's just like a natural four girl theme and we can see if this holds true for other movies but i'm thinking like mean girls there's mm. like head bitch and then the two followers and then the outsider who fucks things up so let's see did you hear we? about the six degrees of separation of that where the writer of this movie is the his brother directed mean girls wow mm. oh actually yes i did read about that when Very i was cool. like getting ready for this podcast and i totally forgot it probably because my brain was just like rejecting it you're taking all those blazers it can't be real um in the musical (laughs) which i know a lot about she veronica there's like a little moment of time where veronica's not yet in the mean in the heather's click yet and she's kind of her motive for like doing that is to be like well i just want to like stop being bullied by them and then she kind of gets like lost in the sauce i guess but like but like I I was wondering when I watched this, I was like, why did why is she friends with them? Yes, because um, she hates them. Exactly to that point, a, th- a theory I had is what I really like about this movie is this feels like the second movie in a trilogy, where like mm. there clearly feels like another story of like how did they become friends? Like there's mm. no world where like Veronica is hanging out with this group of people. And I was like, but I love that we're just dropped in it. Like, they're friends, and we don't know that. Like, I, I wonder if there's, you know, a different edit of this movie or, like, a longer script that shows, like, them becoming friends like you see in other movies of, of this time or, like, more of that setup, like, with uh, Breakfast Club or whatever of, like, well, yeah. the detention forced them to be together. Um, Like, we just see them being friends. Um, yeah. And there also feels like... And I'm glad there's not. But there also feels like a sequel to this where like what happens next <laughs> maybe. But so I like that this feels like we're kind of dropped in the middle of it um, of the story. Yeah. In the ecosystem. There's actually there's apparently like a TV remake of Heather's that I like refused to read anything about because I was like dreading what that was like, like mm-hmm. translated into today's like TV. But I, I will be like investigating it now. So I think they shot the pilot for it. And then there was a shooting that happened. Jane, yep. right? do you know? So they had to be like, nope. Yeah, I read the, I read the wiki, I think, on that. And then it just didn't it didn't. It, so it never came out. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. They and I don't think they're gonna <laughs> I mean also with COVID, like a lot of projects have been abandoned anyway. So Well, yeah, I'm I, I'm I glad they didn't. I feel like the perfect way to to do this is is a euphoria, is a like take the things you like about Heathers and like Christian Slater with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Let that inspire you to like create something. Don't like just keep remaking Heathers, although that IP I'm sure is so popular. I just My- I, I do like the idea of continuing these, you know, kind of darker high school comedies. Um and I think Euphoria did it really well and there's like more ways more worlds to explore with it without mm. it just being Heathers. Yeah. Mm. My my kind of like 
wrap-up question also is like can you remember i mean like this was sort of a movie that shocked a lot of people when it came out and was like one of the first teen movies to be so dark i was gonna say jane to your point about glee having a school shooting episode can you remember the first tv episode or movie um or piece of content i guess that you watched with a school shooting in it because i can actually the grassy and Degrassi, oh, yeah. I probably should have mentioned before, because Degrassi like plays plays with dark elements, but puts them in such ridiculous, yeah, uh, like it's so ridiculously acted, and ev- like every character gets pregnant, what you know, and one character gives it away, one character has an abortion, and one character has a miscarriage, like they all go through all of these things, so you just can't take it seriously. But that's how Mine drinking was, it up um, in the uh, wheelchair. In the wheelchair. <laughs> My Drake himself, Kevin. Did you have it? Did you have an answer? Uh, I don't know if it's a good answer because, but I guess it is like content. Um, but Bowling for Columbine, the Michael Moore documentary, like stuck out to me. And then the school that I went to, Northern Illinois University, five years before it, there was a school shooting. Five people were killed oh, on Valentine's Day, and Ugh. I had a class in that auditorium like seven years later, and it was oh, like kind of horrifying. But um. Uh, yeah, I think it definitely stuck with me. My parents went to that school. That's where they met pre Jersey. Oh my God. (laughs) And, uh, a lot of my relatives went there. So it was like a very visceral, I remember exactly what I was doing and that whole day, like hour by hour, um, just watching it on the news and everything. Well, and I like to think like, it must be so weird to like, if I had seen Bowling for Columbine and then, like, seen this, like, slew of all these TV dramas doing, like, a shooter episode, it feels so fucking weird. Well, that's like, what I think is good about Heathers is I think it comments on people's obsession with it of, like, how yeah. can I profit off this or, like, what can I personally gain or, like, co-opt from this um, to make me seem better instead mm-hmm. of, like, consoling properly uh which is interesting about the the teacher who is like we're handling this all wrong but then she flips whenever the cameras show up like she was kind of the one person who it's like yeah she's ridiculous but she wants to have like a heart to heart with the students i know and then the cameras show up and you're like (laughs) well never mind yeah that was kind of weird too because i think I don't know. Maybe it was just like making fun of hippies. Yes. <laughs> that's like all that's my that's my analysis. I was like, they just wanted to like make fun of that hippie that, you know, in your community. Yeah. I feel like um, Glee was doing exactly what this movie is saying you shouldn't do with it. And uh, the yeah. Glee shooter episode is also the person the person who shot the gun did it by accident and is also oh. mentally challenged. So that added this really weird layer of like, let's have the mentally challenged character oh, that's so accidentally yeah. shoot a gun, causing yep. this like really traumatic event for everyone in the school. Mm-hmm. So they really, it, it, yeah, they yeah, bad, bad. Uh, yeah, that's that's no good. Um, <laughs> Mine was uh, One Tree Hill, and it was very straightforward. There was just a shooter. The main focus of the episode was that. As Peyton is lying there with like her leg bleeding, she like realizes she loves Chad Michael Murray, uh, and then they kiss during the school <laughs> shooting, and then later it's found out like you kissed. I was like, well, there mm. was a shooter, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. 
Ah, ah, one tree hill. Um, okay, I think writers Jane, handle this stuff we... so poorly. <laughs> yeah, I mean they still do. I guess it's not a huge surprise. And they they... still—yeah, thirteen reasons. Oh. Uh, yeah. Should we? Should we? Should we wrap? Should we wrap with yeah, the final? Let's wrap we do it. the final questions. Yeah. Okay, Kevin can go first. The first question is: Is this movie good or bad? Uh good. Would I? Would you like me to explain? Or is this sure? You can fire? explain. The Blazers. Um, no, I think <laughs> there is a. The first time I saw it, just visually, I was so, uh, like entertained and grabbed by it. I, the the wardrobe and costume is fantastic. Winona Ryder's great. Christian Slater, interesting. I feel like is a great descriptor that we've you know <laughs> used for him. Um. I do like the commentary on how people take advantage of, like especially in the United States, people co-opting other people's trauma to make them seem better than they are. Um, Like I think the movie's kind of original point is like, maybe not original point, but like something that they talk about throughout the movie is, oh, when these people are perceived to have killed themselves, they now have depth and they're more fascinating and like maybe they were cooler than we thought they were. But I think what really like sticks out to me is is how, you know, everyone is, is trying to, and I think uh, maybe I'm also like sticking to that point a lot is because I see that a lot, you know, with everything happening in the news right now. Yeah. Everyone sees people on social media saying statements where it's like, what What are you trying to like pretend yeah. like you've always cared about this or that? And I guess, you know, to devil's advocate myself, it's probably good to be a hypocrite about a good cause and, you know, try to like jump into something even if you're doing it late. But you can tell when there's people that are like, you know, this fucked up thing that happened or this, you know, like everything that's happened with COVID has made me want to sponsor Dollar Shave Club. And that's why I started. And you're like, what? Fuck you. Um, and I think you see like versions of this, you know, uh, throughout the movie, like being part of other people's trauma. And I, I thought it was cool that I think they like nailed a certain type of person that still exists today. So good. Jane? I think it's good. I'll say that it it's definitely well acted, well written, and it has a point. It's it's done in all intentionally, which is more than I can say for a lot of the movies we write. Um, it's creative. Everyone looks really cool and fun language. I will also say it's good. I think that's something that um I like struggled with maybe was like I had seen like parts of this movie and like scenes of this movie and like sitting down to watch the whole thing like felt a little harder than I thought it would and I think it's just because like movies now are like just so smoothed out that like yep. we're not used to like any movie that feels different than that so I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing I think it's actually like good that they played around with like making you feel that the pacing is like speeding up or slowing down yeah that, um, which that- brings me to my Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that very first shot where they're very slowly walking. Yeah. Uh, really stuck out to me, too. I just pictured the director going slower, slower, <laughs> slower. 
question number two do you like this movie and you also don't have you can you can answer as much or as little as you want kevin yeah. by the way <laughs> don't feel pressured <laughs> um i liked it more than i thought i was going to um i don't really watch a lot of I mean, I guess I did a little bit this summer, like some some of those like John Hughes and like 80s movies, um, which are, you know, fun and kind of fun to watch the like nostalgia of like, wow, that was the fashion at the in the time or like those are the cars or language and, and music and stuff. It is fun to like kind of jump back into that time capsule. That being said, I I feel like I watch fewer and fewer movies lately. And so. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see myself going like, oh, it's Friday night. Let me throw on Heathers. Um, <laughs> but I but I still really enjoyed uh, watching it. So, yeah, I like it. I, I will say because I think I was like a hundred percent positive when I said the movie was good. <laughs> I will say I, I think it does get a little boring as it progresses. And, and, and like you said, it the whole petition thing. And then I think it kind of falls apart as it progresses throughout the movie a little bit. And, um, you know, obviously problematic language throughout, but, um, you know, still like besides those parts still thought it was like better than I was anticipating. I yeah. I didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. it it's it's. I feel I'm like nervous about this because I know there are people that have like way better taste than me who are thinking like this oh, movie's really taste. good. Okay, <laughs> and I I again I just don't feel like I am a, a cool enough person to appreciate this movie. I genuinely did towards the end think to myself, I wish I was watching Before I Fall. Um, <laughs> if you want to know why that's such a big deal, you should listen to our episode on it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'll say. To, to Jane's um, point, sorry, I keep interrupting. No, you're fine. I was going to say, I if you feel like, which I agree with, this movie's trying too hard, it is a hard movie to watch. Like, um, the language that they use and the way they talk to each other, I was like, that's why I texted my mom, because I wanted to be like, did people talk like Did this? you like, like this? Like, it was yeah, so, yeah. It's so theatrical that I was mm. like, I just don't think... Like this is a normal high school conversation, so like I could see like, you know, from the from the start being like I'm a little indifferent. Then it just you're not really like being like, oh, it turned around for me, you know? Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say I have trouble, Jane. I feel like I have trouble discerning whether I like something because I'm genuinely like enjoying it versus like. I kind of know I'm supposed to or I like know what to look for. Mm-hmm. But I but I do think something I just really liked was like seeing the two main actors and like knowing knowing like stuff I know about the movie and just like knowing that I could look at all these cool outfits and hair. Um, and I knew the story already. So I think like that also was like making it harder for me to be like okay I want to get to this point already I like know this is gonna happen so like I, I want this to go because I I think you're right Kevin it's just like hard to like sit down and watch for some reason even if you're like enjoying specific parts of it so it almost feels yeah it almost feels like if it were a book I would want to like read some parts and not others or something or just like skip ahead um but I also just like feel like with a lot of these um throwback movies I feel like it's a time capsule and I don't know if I, I I'm so curious about like how people felt when they watched it 
as young people then and like yeah i i don't know i read some imdb reviews of people that saw it like in theaters that were like i was crying laughing it was so funny because there was not really movies that were high school Mm -hmm. movies that had those takes so like seeing it in theaters like pleasantly surprised people because it kind of felt like a a funny take on high school movies i mean it to sort of like for that experience, I saw Easy A in theaters and I fuck like I loved that experience because yeah. people laughed out loud and like I don't know, the the music parts in that movie like really hit you and like the jokes really hit and you see Lisa Kudra unexpectedly. Like just like stuff like it made it so fun and I like I mean this movie is so much darker, but like I could imagine that just being like fun and like something some some fun experience to have in the theater with your friends i wonder Um, if how i feel about the movie clue is how some people feel about this movie because i can imagine that if you were someone who watched this movie when you were maybe 15 and then you watched it again when you were 17 and you sort of like it became part of you and you learned it so deeply that when you watch it it's it's you're sort of reliving something that's how i feel about clue and they both have a similar campiness clueless clue clue Clue. specifically (laughs) although i love clueless so much so um movie but i wonder if that's the kind of movie this is I don't know. Jane, I've I've never seen Clue. So another thing about Clue maybe is it's we long can find as hell. Out. So I also don't know anyone who like likes it really? as much as you do. Yeah. I think I know. it's I, I, have bad I don't taste. think it was very No 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 no. I think it didn't really like catch on I it probably didn't really catch on as much in the Philippines. Like mm, some okay. some parts of US pop culture made it over and some didn't. I so became like, obsessed with Clue. I read a bunch of books. <laughs> I there are Clue um puzzle books. I, I love Clue. Yeah. Okay, speaking of which, what are you what are you watching, Jane? Wait, lately? which teen? Which teen? Oh shit. Question three. <laughs> what what teen is this what type of teen is this movie for? Definitely like uh kind of the I wanna say sarcastic <laughs> asshole, and then I feel bad because I spent an hour and a half being like, I love this, and then be like, this movie's <laughs> for dicks. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, this kind of does feel like a movie for people with like a taste that is like maybe like parody or satire. Not that this is like a full on like SNL parody or something, um, but it definitely does feel like a movie commenting on a type of movie. Um, You don't want to get yelled at in an improv class. And someone that's embarrassed that they don't know what's your damage. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Or like I guess okay. today it would be like yeah, today. someone who has an appreciation for like these type of like eighties eighties <clears throat> nostalgia movies. Um I feel like I did a um hang out with some friends last year like I guess two years ago where it was we'd watch a bunch of these like type of movies together and this would definitely be like a fun one to like add to that you know yeah yeah I was curious if if teens these days what they would think about this movie and I and I came down on they would they would be into it and they would think it was cool like if if a teen in high school liked this movie that would be kind of cool um and edgy of them um, but I agree that you have to be a little cynical of pop culture or at least 
willing to criticize it to get into this. Yeah. I think Which I I'm agree not. With you. I defend pop culture to my dying day. It's who you are. Mm-hmm. I think I think I agree with you, Jane. You have to like you have to have you have to be someone who's gonna like make a Tumblr post about like why it's so good or something <laughs> to to like prove that you're really highbrow and like make bullets about like why. Like that's what kind of teen would do it. Every or TikTok, like make, make a tweet or, thread. Yeah, exactly on TikTok. Like every blazer in the movie. <laughs> and then it's like a beat is in the background. Bont, bont, bont. Yeah, yeah. No, now I'm just, beat, I'm just imagining like a Christian Slater. What do they call like a fan cam? And it's just like Christian Slater's like weird lounging around in the movie. And <laughs> With his, his cigarettes. Trench coat. <laughs> so much corny Again. cigarette smoking in this. <laughs> that's yes, different. that's so true. They don't that's have so that true. today as much. Casual <laughs> smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, what are you watching lately? Uh... You'll be pretty disappointed. It's very little. I've kind of changed my schedule now that I no longer work for a company with like nine to five hours where I do a lot of my working at night, which is traditionally when I would watch a lot of my movies and TVs. So really what I've been watching is like my girlfriend will put on Malcolm in the Middle and I'll (laughs) read the subtitles and go, man, (laughs) Brian Cranston was really something. (laughs) Um, that's been kind of my television and movie experience for the last, since January, probably. Um, I'll try to think of a better, more concrete answer. Um, but the last movie I saw, (laughs) um, I mean, Uh I guess Mortal Kombat, that was not good though, was Promising Young Woman a couple months ago, Mm. which I feel like there were some similarities of like, payback um mm-hmm. in this of like justice and stuff but um what do you think about the suggestion that they were gonna show promising young woman as part of like consent classes in college i was like what <laughs> hopefully not just show that movie and then leave it at that <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh who needs to i was i listened to a, a podcast about it where they said really who needs to see these are like straight white guys who think they're like the funny nice guy and they like don't realize they're problematic um so in that sense i could see it being beneficial to a lot of college students who like like oh i don't i'm walking into like controversial territory like i could see aggressive (laughs) bros just never watching this movie Mm -hmm. Um, but I could see people who, you know, a lot of the movie talks about that are like, no, I'm the, I'm the Bo Burnham. Like I'm I'm just a normal, nice guy that don't realize what they're doing is bad. Like that should watch this and reflect on, on their behavior. My less controversial question is, should I watch Mortal Kombat while sober or under a substance? Uh, watch it stoned. I wish I watched okay. it high. Um, That's like what my plan was, if, like, originally. I, so. you know, shouldn't admit this, but I, had, I hadn't seen the first one. I'm really young. Um, but <laughs> so I watched the second one, like, at midnight when it came out. Like, oh, this wow. would be cool. I was just, like, awake and was like, oh, this just dropped. And I hit play. Like, kind of amped, because I looked, the first 10 minutes was so cool, and then I was like, oh, this was not great. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't drinking or smoking anything. I wish I, like, had a joint before. I probably would have been like, holy shit, I'm there too. That's how weed works, right? 
<laughs> yes. Jane, what have you been watching lately? The reason why I said, oh my God, a few minutes earlier is because you, the last movie was months ago. Oh, I watched so much TV and movies. Um, this week I watched a more normal amount and I started watching I May Destroy You, which is really, oh, really good. Amazing, yeah. And it's, and it's, um, I think it's going to get revengey too eventually. I'm not there yet. I will say it's sort of your variety pack of sexual assault. So just to be aware. And then I also rewatched maybe my favorite filmed content, which is Grease Live, which is now available <laughs> wow. on Amazon. And I'm trying to get everyone I care about to watch this movie. And then if you don't like it, look me in the eyes and tell me why you don't like it. Because this oh is God. cinema. You're talking about like the filmed like live broadcast, right? Yes, starring yeah, Vanessa yeah. Hudgens, who I despise. And I did, yet, yeah, I did despite that, watch that, it's so good. Carly Rae Jepsen is in it. I watched it. The, oh, the um, group you know dances what? are insane. I just remembered a movie I watched last weekend. Didn't finish <laughs> it because it's four hours. Mary Poppins. Oh. Oh, I love. Oh wait, uh, wait. The original. I, the original. I love. Cut. It's it's literally four hours. It felt like it. It's, it's really definitely long, yeah. not a short movie. Um, okay. I stopped after like an hour and a half. But I think it's almost three hours. I really love that movie. Oh, Although so good. Yeah, yeah. The it gets animated at one point. They really get mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of movie. I I Kevin, I've been making my way through all of Last Chance You. I never watched. Oh, I heard the, that's really good. The all old the seasons. Sean and Hayes and Carl all love that show. Yeah, I just so I just started the basketball season because I went back to season one and watched all the football. I don't even like football, but like I love that director and I liked Cheer a lot. So I was like, I'm still going to like it. And I did. I've cried like six times. And so now I'm watching the basketball seasons and I'm happy because I actually like basketball. So it's 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 really good. Cheer didn't come out during the lockdown, did it? Right before. Right before. Yep. Yeah. um well all the but the last the last football season of last chance you they they talk about like some of the players having to go into lockdown and you're just like ooh, and you like google them and they're still at those universities like still in lockdown so you're just like ah shit they're athletes and this is like their only chance to get out of their hometown and shit anyway um i also watched a uh 2020 like sci-fi thriller with Kristen Stewart in it called Underwater. It's just called Underwater. And they're just uh they're just <laughs> they're just they're, underwater. Uh, <laughs> they're in these underwater stations, but like because because they're like deep in the ocean, it just looks like they're in space and they have to like wear suits. So they just look like they're in space. And everyone's in it. Like um the creepy guy from uh Black Swan who's the director oh, in the yeah. ballet company is mm-hmm. in it. And so is um TJ Miller is in it and Kristen Stewart Boo. looks like a sexy space lesbian. Um so it it was just it, you know we, we just we just <laughs> put it on. Um and it's a fun, you know, uh stupid like horror sci-fi movie and she looks amazing in it. I remember That's what you say. should watch Sorry. You should watch Personal Shopper. That's another spooky Kristen Stewart movie where she just like looks really hot and oh, it's spooky? there's a scene okay. Yeah, it's like um, ghosts. There's a scene where she <laughs> takes off her long sleeve shirt and she has like a cool t-shirt and then she takes off her t-shirt and she has like a cool tank top and then she takes off her tank top. And I was like, I need to just start wearing <laughs> unnecessary layers of clothing right now. That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you said Kristen, and I thought of another Kristen movie I, I just watched. Kristen Wiig, uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Did you guys see that? That comedy? No, um, not yet. It's on my oh list. Oh my God, it's so funny. Um, okay, good. I don't think there's enough like good comedy movies lately. Agreed. Um, the uh, uh, Lauren Lapkus one is a, is a big standout to me uh, and a lot of people, but the Netflix one that she did. And a lot of people. Um, but like to me, that was um, the wrong Missy. Like to me, that was the last, like, you know, uh, the before that it was like the Anchorman, all those Will Ferrell movies that yeah. in Talladega Nights and everything. Like I feel like there was a string of those like Wolf stepbrother type of movies that were really funny. And then I don't think there's been a lot since then. And then, yeah, did they just like decide they don't want to make any more? Like it, it seemed like there was just yeah. like a series, and then someone was like, "Never mind." It Do feels you like, like Spy, Kevin. Spy the movie. Yeah, starring Melissa McCarthy. I didn't see it. See that just, to like, me is the <laughs> fucking do- like it's one of my favorite movies, and I and I know exactly what you're saying, and that's why I feel like when we watched game night and blockers. I'm like, wow, it's so good. Like these movies aren't the best movie ever, but they're just funny. And you're like, where are the funny movies? Funny movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is, which is a huge bummer. It's uh, guardians of the galaxy. Like, I think people view the Marvel movies as like comedic action movies when they're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like Chris Pratt's really funny. So like, that's the comedy I saw was like, uh, Spider Man Three, you know, mm. uh, that makes yeah. me upset. Yeah, me too. It sucks. <laughs> I recommend Spider. Uh, okay, I'll check out. Okay, <laughs> Kevin, thank you for talking to us for this mega episode about Heather's. I really appreciated like you having looked up so much stuff about it too. Like I feel like you did your homework more than we did. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was so fun to chat with you both. <laughs> I again sincerely apologize. I don't know why <laughs> when you generously offered three movies that you thought of, I went, um, but actually I have ideas. No, um, which no, was that, no people people do it all the time. And we we like we we put the movies in there so people are like, oh, a teen movie. Yeah. Um, to remember what a teenager is. Uh, <laughs> would you would you like to plug anything at this time? Um, sure. I produce a handful of podcasts. Um, most notably Hollywood Handbook, which uh y- you can listen to for free. Uh, if you'd like to listen to a lot of bonus content, we have episodes that come out five days a week on Patreon and videos for two five days a week, sometimes five days a week at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. I produce a handful of other shows, Star Trek, the pod directive, yo is this racist, big grandes podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm on Instagram at Kev Bartelt. Just call me Kev. <laughs> chef chef kevin chef kevin um i um i'm so close to uh tearing up to video tier on flagrant ones i'm like teeter i'm like teetering you get the live streams on there too every i just go to the instagram and anytime there's a video i'm like (gasps) now that now that i said that you're gonna like stop putting it on instagram so that i have to go Yep. Um. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. The videos add so much. Um. And all I'm yes, really doing is taking the Zoom and putting the mic audio on there. So it's not like, uh, 
it's it's no Heather's, but it's a damn good time. <laughs> Jane, would you like to say what our upcoming movie is for it my birthday? It is a week away, and you you all probably don't know what that is, but let me tell you, <laughs> it's a musical set at a Christian summer camp. Oh wow! Get ready. We saw this coming. We like looked at Netflix's upcoming releases, and we saw the trailer, and we got really upset, and we we're like, we're gonna do this, and it, it we're gonna do it on my birthday weekend. So I will be. I don't know. Really excited, um, but what a but yes, a week away. To you, <laughs> a terrible Christian musical. Um, that was under the bleachers. Our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please, please, please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail dot com, and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, support us on our brand new Patreon if you can't get enough and want some added perks. Thank you, Kevin. At Patreon.com. That wasn't me. That was your listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay. We will see you next time. Under Under the the bleachers. bleachers.